when you reject the essentials, you cannot honestly still be a Christian. Hi there, this is the LifeSpring One-Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California and podcasting since 2004. I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. How are you? It's Psalms Wednesday and we'll read chapters 66 through 68. Before reading each chapter, I'll give you a short introduction. I'm calling this episode Essentials. Being Wednesday, we'll have a time for prayer requests, and I have a new segment on today's show as well. The title of today's show is A Hint. Let's get started with a prayer. Our Heavenly Father, how we thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord, for the Psalms. I thank you, Lord, for the praises that it teaches us how to do. And I ask you, Lord, today to just open our hearts, open our eyes, and teach us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you ready? Let's begin. The title of Psalm 66 is, for the choir director, a song, a psalm. This is the first psalm since Psalm 50 that is not credited to David. Daniel Cresswell, who lived from 1776 to 1844 and was a clergyman and mathematician, wrote of Psalm 66, This psalm is said to be recited on Easter Day by the Greek church. It is described in the Greek Bible as a psalm of the resurrection and may be understood to refer, in a prophetic sense, to the regeneration of the world through the conversion of the Gentiles. Psalms chapter 66 Shout happily to God, all the earth. Make music to praise the glory of His name. Make His praise glorious. Say to God, how awe-inspiring are your deeds. Your power is so great that your enemies will cringe in front of you. The whole earth will worship you. It will make music to praise you. It will make music to praise your name, Selah. Come and see what God has done, His awe-inspiring deeds for Adam's descendants. He turned the sea into dry land. They crossed the river on foot. We rejoiced because of what He did there. He rules forever with His might. His eyes watch the nations. Rebels will not be able to oppose Him, Selah. Thank our God, you nations. Make the sound of His praise heard. He has kept us alive and has not allowed us to fall. You have tested us, O God. You have refined us in the same way silver is refined. You have trapped us in a net. You have laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but then you brought us out and refreshed us. I will come into your temple with burnt offerings. I will keep my vows to you, the vows made by my lips and spoken by my own mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer you a sacrifice of fattened livestock for burnt offerings, with the smoke from rams. I will offer cattle and goats. Selah. Come and listen, all who fear God, and I will tell you what He has done for me. With my mouth I cried out to Him. High praise was on my tongue. If I had thought about doing anything sinful, the Lord would not have listened to me. But God has heard me. He has paid attention to my prayer. Thanks be to God who has not rejected my prayer or taken away his mercy from me. The title of Psalm 67 is, To the Chief Musician on Stringed Instruments, a Psalm, a Song. Interestingly, Martin Luther wrote an extensive five-volume commentary on the Psalms, yet he wrote nothing on this one. 
It is short, and the writer's desire is to follow God's way, to see salvation from God, and for all the earth to praise Him. Psalms chapter 67 May God show loving kindness toward us and bring good to us. May He make His face shine upon us. May Your way be known on the earth and Your saving power among all nations. May the people praise You, O God. May all the people praise You. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For You will be fair when You judge the people and rule the nations of the earth. May the people praise You, O God. May all the people praise You. The earth has given its fruit. God, our God, will bring good to us. God will bring good to us, and all the ends of the earth will fear Him. The title of Psalm 68 is, For the Choir Director, a Psalm by David, a Song. Many commentators think that Psalm 68 is related to a time when the Ark of the Covenant came into Jerusalem, as we read about in 2 Samuel chapter 6. It celebrates the coming of the ark and God's faithfulness in giving victory to Israel over their enemies and thereby making it possible for the ark to come to Jerusalem. This is a difficult psalm. Commentator Adam Clark wrote, I know not how to undertake a comment on this psalm. It is the most difficult in the whole Psalter. Psalms chapter 68 God will arise. His enemies will be scattered. Those who hate him will flee from him. Blow them away like smoke. Let wicked people melt in God's presence like wax next to a fire. But let righteous people rejoice. Let them celebrate in God's presence. Let them overflow with joy. Sing to God. Make music to praise his name. Make a highway for him to ride through the deserts. The Lord is his name. Celebrate his presence. The God who is in His holy place is the Father of the fatherless and the defender of widows. God places lonely people in families. He leads prisoners out of prison into productive lives, but rebellious people must live in an unproductive land. O God, when you went in front of your people, when you marched through the desert, Selah, the earth quaked and the sky poured in the presence of the God of Sinai, in the presence of the God of Israel. You watered the land with plenty of rain, O God. You refreshed it when your land was exhausted. Your flock settled there. Out of your goodness, O God, you provided for oppressed people. The Lord gives instructions. The women who announce the good news are a large army. They say, The kings of the armies flee. They run away. The women who remained at home will divide the goods. Though you stayed among the sheep pens, you will be like the wings of a dove covered with silver, its feathers with yellow gold. Meanwhile, the Almighty was still scattering kings there like snow falling on Mount Zalman. The mountain of Bashan is the mountain of God. The mountain of Bashan is the mountain with many peaks. Why do you look with envy, you mountains with many peaks, at the mountain where God has chosen to live? Certainly, the Lord will live there forever. The chariots of God are twenty thousand in number, thousands upon thousands. The Lord is among them. The God of Sinai is in His holy place. You went to the highest place. You took prisoners captive. You received gifts from people, even from rebellious people, so that the Lord God may live there. Thanks be to the Lord, who daily carries our burdens for us. God is our salvation.
Selah. Our God is the God of victories. The Almighty Lord is our escape from death. Certainly, God will crush the heads of his enemies and destroy even the hair on the heads of those who continue to be guilty. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea so that you, my people, may bathe your feet in blood and the tongues of your dogs may lick the blood of your enemies. Your festival processions, O God, can be seen by everyone. They are the processions for my God, my King, into the holy place. The singers are in front, the musicians are behind them, the young women beating tambourines are between them. Thank God, the Lord, the source of Israel, with the choirs. Benjamin, the youngest, is leading them. Next, the leaders of Judah with their noisy crowds. Then, the leaders of Zebulun. Then, the leaders of Naphtali. Your God has decided you will be strong. Display your strength, O God, as you have for us before. Kings will bring you gifts because of your temple high above Jerusalem. Threaten the beast who is among the cattails, the herd of bulls with the calves of the nations, until it humbles itself with pieces of silver. Scatter the people who find joy in war. Ambassadors will come from Egypt. Sudan will stretch out its hands to God in prayer. You kingdoms of the world, sing to God. Make music to praise the Lord. Selah. God rides through the ancient heaven, the highest heaven. Listen. He makes his voice heard, his powerful voice. Acknowledge the power of God. His majesty is over Israel, and his power is in the skies. God, the God of Israel, is awe-inspiring in his holy place. He gives strength and power to his people. Thanks be to God. Psalm 66 opens with a call to all the earth to praise God because of his awesome, in the truest sense of the word, awe-inspiring, his awesome deeds. It even gives a sample of what should be said to God. How awe-inspiring are your deeds. Your power is so great that your enemies will cringe in front of you. The whole earth will worship you. It will make music to praise you. It will make music to praise your name. Well, of course, all of this is true. God is worthy of the praise of the whole world. And most of this psalms gives various reasons to give him worship. And I could hardly help but say yes and amen as I read them. But the last five verses of chapter 66 are a bit different. Let me read it to you again. Come and listen, all who fear God, and I will tell you what he has done for me. With my mouth I cried out to him. High praise was on my tongue. If I had thought about doing anything sinful, the Lord would not have listened to me. But God has heard me. He has paid attention to my prayer. Thanks be to God who has not rejected my prayer or taken away his mercy from me. Did you notice where the psalmist said there, if I had thought about doing anything sinful, the Lord would not have listened to me? And he was right. Have you ever thought about the fact that God is not obligated to listen to every prayer? Proverbs 28.9 says, He who turns away his ear from listening to the law, even his prayer is an abomination. And Job, when speaking of the wicked, says in Job 27.9, Will God hear his cry when trouble comes upon him? Of course, the implied answer to that is, no, God will not hear his cry. Sometimes God will listen to the prayer of an unbeliever if the prayer is in alignment with his will. And there are many examples of this in the Bible, but an unbeliever should have no expectation that God will hear them. But now, 
It's different for Christians. Listen to Hebrews 4, verses 14 through 16. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And, beloved, there are many other promises for believers concerning prayers. It's because of God's great mercy and grace that He invites us to come to Him in prayer. Yes, we can come to Him in confidence, but we should also come with reverence and awe, knowing that Jesus paid a tremendous price to bring that mercy and grace to us. What are your thoughts? Do you have any questions? Any comments? Call the LifeSpring Family Hotline at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven. You can also comment via Boostagram or go to comment.lifespringmedia.com. Tomorrow will be Poetry Thursday, and our reading will be Proverbs 2 and 3. I have a donation today from Derek Shack, who sent in $20 today. Thank you, Derek. God bless you. I appreciate your support very much. LifespringMedia.com slash support. I'm calling this new segment of the show Essentials. And in a way, I'm surprised it's never occurred to me to do this kind of thing before. As you know, I began podcasting in 2004 after a time of prayer in which I was praising God for his many blessings, and I asked him if there's anything more I could do for him, and his answer was an almost audible, proclaim my name. You can read more about that at steve.lifespringmedia.com if you're interested. The point is, I've been doing this for a long time. I guess I haven't thought of doing this because it wasn't time yet. But God laid this on my heart this past week when I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. The host's name is Frank Turek, and the name of the podcast is I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, a show I highly recommend, by the way. It's a show on apologetics, and if you don't know, apologetics has nothing to do with apologizing, but instead it's the defending of the faith by means of systematically arguing for the veracity of our beliefs. It's being able to give solid reasons for believing. One thing that's happening in the church today that I find very disturbing is that many people are leaving the faith, especially young people. As Frank Turek says in the intro to his podcast, they don't think Christianity is true. They're talked out of it. You know why they're talked out of it? Because they've never been talked into it. And as a parent of one of these who have left the faith, this hits me really hard. It makes me wonder if I bear some of the blame for my son's abandoning the faith. Maybe I didn't do enough to instill in him the basis for why we believe that God is real and that Jesus is who he said he is. Maybe I didn't train my son enough in the essentials. In a recent episode of I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, an episode called Are You Defending the Faith or Your Faith?, Frank was saying that some pastors, ministers, and priests have rejected some of the essentials and still refer to themselves as Christians. And he said that when you reject the essentials, you cannot honestly still be a Christian. And I agree with that completely. So I'm not going to make this show an apologetic show. 
The reason you listen to the LifeSpring One-Year Bible is to hear or read through the Bible. And that'll always be the main thrust of this show. But I think that this new segment of the show is a perfect complement to the reading of the Word. Each Wednesday going forward, I'm going to talk about one of the essentials, one of the linchpins of what it is to be a Christian. Because over the centuries, there have been certain things that Christians have believed based on what the Scriptures teach. As an example, there is one God. Another example is that Jesus was crucified, he died, and was raised back to life on the third day. We'll talk about these things and many more in this Essentials segment. I want you to know what we believe and why we believe them. I want you to be able to discern what is Christian and what is not when you hear it. I don't want you to be one of those who fall away, beloved. Now, I chose Wednesday as Essentials Day because the show is usually fairly short on Wednesdays. Many of the Psalms are short, and I think we'll have time to do this. And by the way, I would love to hear your comments on the discussions. Now, to get started, I'm just going to read for you what is known as the Apostles' Creed. It's a summary of Christian beliefs or doctrine. The Apostles' Creed in itself is not found in the Bible, and it was not written by the Apostles. It was written about 150 years after all the apostles had died, but it's called the Apostles' Creed because it distills what they taught in the Scriptures. Today, I'm going to read through the Apostles' Creed with only a tiny bit of necessary commentary for clarity, and we'll talk more about it next Wednesday. So now, without further ado, this is the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. There'll be commentary about that later. Continuing. The third day he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, whence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, more commentary on that in a minute, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Okay, commentary. Let's talk about the phrase, the Holy Catholic Church. That's not the capital C, Catholic. It's not the Roman Catholic Church that exists today. The word Catholic, lowercase c, means universal. It refers to all the believers who have placed their faith in Jesus for salvation. This statement is saying that believers worldwide make up the church. That's what it's saying. Also, the line that says that Jesus descended into hell needs some explanation, and we'll talk about that next week. And then following that, we'll talk about the communion of saints. Now listen, I hope to make this a valuable, interesting, and faith-building part of the show for you. And please do let me know how you feel about it or what you think. I really do believe, though, that going over what the essentials of the faith are is a very important thing for all of us. Praises and prayer requests. This praise comes in from Scott Snyder. You might remember that he had a prayer request a few weeks ago for his wife, Diana. And Scott says, We went to her follow-up colonoscopy and praise the Lord the results were excellent. 
Praise be to God and blessings to the LifeSpring family for the prayers. <laughs> praise the Lord. I'm so happy to hear that, Scott. Hallelujah. And another praise report is for Connor, who we prayed for about three weeks ago. He's the Down Syndrome boy who's the son of friends of Leanne and I, Randy and Lori. He was hospitalized in under an induced coma, and he's been in the ICU for three weeks so far. Listen to this report from his mom, Lori. She said, it's been exactly three weeks. Wow. 21 days in the ICU so far. Tomorrow morning, Randy will be with Connor for a couple of days as I head back to work and home for a couple of days. It was hard to leave Connor today, but believe it or not, he was all smiles. Today on Rounds, they started using the term discharge plans. What? Wow, she says. There are more goals he needs to reach, and sleeping is one of them. He's gone three nights so far without sleeping for more than 20 minutes at a time, twice during the night. We are praying that sleep descends upon him tonight. The wound team thinks that his pressure wound is actually beginning to show signs of healing. He needs to get to a point that the sore will be manageable for the caring and very capable staff at Crystal Springs, which is where he lives now since they can't care for him at home because of his needs. And Lori says, please continue to pray for complete healing in this area as well. Connor still has a strong congested cough, but he hasn't required oxygen in three days as well. All signs that healing is coming. And then she closed with continued prayers for better days ahead, with three exclamation points. So yes, God is good. And then let's continue to pray for Brian Duncan's wife, Cassie. She has an intensely painful nerve problem on the side of her face from a nerve in her jaw, and she badly does need surgery, but they've got no medical insurance, and the medications she has to take have some really terrible side effects, so she needs a miracle. Also, my dear friends Dell and Kathy continue to need prayer. As I've told you, they live in the Lake Arrowhead area about an hour from me in the mountains. Well, they've had an inordinate amount of snow in those mountains, and the roads have been closed for many, many days now. They can't leave their home, and she's out of her cancer medications. And even if they could leave their home, the pharmacy hasn't been able to get shipments because of the closed roads. They do have food, but she needs her meds, and she has to be able to get back to the City of Hope for her cancer treatments. So, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, as the psalmist wrote in our reading today, how awe-inspiring are your deeds. Your power is so great that your enemies will cringe in front of you. The whole earth will worship you. It will make music to praise you. It will make music to praise your name. Lord, you are worthy of our praise and adoration, which we offer to you now. Father, we thank you for the good news about Scott's wife, Diana. Thank you that the follow-up showed no signs of cancer, and we pray that you would continue to keep both her and Scott in health. And it's so good to hear that Connor's recovering and gaining strength, Lord. Randy and Lori love him so very much, and I pray that Connor would be able to leave the hospital soon and that there would be no complications. We pray now for Cassie. Give her a miracle, Lord, so that she can get the surgery that she so badly needs. Or better yet, I pray that you would touch her body and bring healing to this nerve. And we lift up Dell and Kathy, Father. Kathy needs to be able to get her cancer meds and get down the hill to City of Hope. We pray that the snow removal crews would quickly make their way to their home. We thank you for the snow. We need the water here in California, but I pray that you would make a way for them to get what is necessary. Another storm is predicted to come in Friday, but we pray that it doesn't bring more delays. 
And now, Father, I pray for the LifeSpring family. Bless them, Lord. You are our provider, our shelter, our rock, our healer, our shield, our strength. Meet the needs of the LifeSpring family, whatever they are, whether they be financial, emotional, physical. Draw each of us closer to you, Lord. Grow our faith. Make us more like you. Help us to walk with you every day. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, our next time of prayer together here on the show will be Sunday. If there's a praise we should know about, or if there's something you'd like us to pray with you about, tell me about it on the LifeSpring Family Hotline at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven, or go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. And please continue to pray for Cassie and Brian and Dell and Kathy. Our show art today is from Jason Paschal. Thank you, Jason. God bless you. And thanks to Sister Denise, Michael Hayner, Scott Snyder, and Brittany. They're the team and they do so much to help me. God bless you guys. And now, until tomorrow, thank you for inviting me to be a part of your day. May God bless you richly. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. LifeSpring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004.